Hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year to you all. It's a new year, it's 2023 and I am super excited to be here doing another uh, podcast for you guys. I just want to thank God for what he's doing so far in my life. I am at a very peaceful stage of my life, full of joy, full of peace, full of serenity and just really grateful for everybody that's surrounding me and people that I have experienced in this January and just really, yeah, just really happy. This year, podcast-wise, we're looking to do to have more consistency, have more people join the podcast, talk about different things that are close to my heart. So it will be continuing to just, you know, move along and we just, you know, we just get on with it. Uh, I hope you guys have had a good year. And without wasting much of your time, we have a really long podcast today where we are talking about 2023. And as you all know, 2023 is the third floor year. This year I'm turning 30 and so is my best friend. So we thought what better way to start the year rather than other than to just talk about the things that we have learned in our 20s. Because I feel like for me, 20s in some way were the pits and um, just looking forward to starting the year to starting on a new page to starting the 30s and just reflecting on what we've learned and taking that into the you know into the 30s learning other things as well and uh, getting ready for the challenges that the 30s will bring so i'm hoping that you guys will really enjoy this episode and yeah buckle up let's go second time lucky so let's try again can you hear me I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Lovely. I can. It's a lot clearer than before. I don't know what was happening, but I just want to say Happy New Year and welcome back to the podcast. Oh, it's so good to be back and Happy New Year to you too. Okay. It's always weird. I feel like this is always weird doing this with you because we kind of have to be you know, like have some sort of decorum. <laughs> and it's always like nice and proper. I know, like proper. It's like, oh, this is not us. But anyway, we have to just kind of tone it down because otherwise, hey, we can be like, we might lose it with the with the way the episode is gonna go. But anyway, um thank you very much for doing this with me. Um obviously this new this coming year you're going to be very much a big part of this podcast. So we may have to actually just look at some name changes or something because, you know, this podcast is taking a different a, a different shift uh, and it's exciting the direction that it will go in. And I, I pray that, you know, it will, the vision will become clearer and bigger as it goes. I am excited for it. I cannot wait. Yeah. So how are you feeling 30s this week? um oh four days to be precise (laughs) please i've been dreading this i was hoping you wouldn't bring it up i've been dreading it i don't know i think i need a few more days to be ready i don't i'm 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 nervous for you i don't know why i feel like because i feel like once you get there then there's kind of like no excuse like i can't technically say i'm going back because um, <laughs> where you go that's where i'm going but i feel like you're the one that has to experience it first for me and then i join you after so it's like <laughs> don't worry i'll go and get the blueprint for you and when you arrive i'll be there waiting with open arms please please get the rules hey eh? we, we 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 did a lot in 20s with no rules this time we need the, we need the manual hey someone give us the manual apparently somebody told me that the manual comes at 40 so <laughs> we got uh, 10 more years baby <laughs> as long as we're praying god we're not soldiers anymore no. We've watched the war. <laughs> We've won. This time we are soft life babes, soft life princesses. <laughs> enough lessons. I, I, I've done enough lessons, God. I don't need to learn anymore. Hey. Oof. Yeah. Well, that's the truth. Yeah. So, anyway, this podcast today, we thought we would do um, lessons from 20s. Now, if you know me, you will know that this is the worst thing you can ask me to do because I can write for days. With my other partner on the other side, a woman of few words. (laughs) 
so I think she's got she's got nine. I'm willing to borrow to lend some of my lessons to her, but I know she will have many anyway. She just doesn't like writing. So I'm gonna give you the opportunity to go first. So we'll do one each. So you say, what is your first lesson from your twenties? My first lesson from my twenties is yeah. healing takes time. Sometimes even more time than it took to cause the the hurt. Ooh. So if I had known what I know now when I was in my 20s, before I even hit my 20s, I think I'd be at a better place. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize because I had the mentality that for you to go into therapy and you know to seek out big help, um, it wasn't really for my people of my color. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the other people's problems without sounding horrible, but that's mm-hmm. what that what that's what I was raised on. That you know we mm-hmm. never have problems. You know you pick yourself up and we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Had I started working on myself, that aspect of my life, you know, going into therapy and trying to heal the things that were broken from me from an earlier age, I would be at a better place now. But now in your 20s, you gather more hurt because, you know, (laughs) which becomes a pandemic when you hit Mm. your 20s and you're carrying all this hurt that you already have personally and now all this hurt that's been caused by other people and by the time you realize that you need help now you're carrying 28 27 years of pain and pain and pain if I had known before I'd hit my 20s, I would have worked on that. So my first lesson is healing takes time, sometimes even more time than what the, you know, than the course, than the time it took to cause the hurt. Mm, my mm. first lesson. And also it, it costs a lot more, hey, like, you know, you meet someone and you think uh, this is just going to be honky dory. You will actually end up, therapy is expensive, hey. Ooh, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this is crazy because my first lesson is life is generous and you will keep getting the same lessons from Mother Earth until you get it. Mm. It may just come packaged differently. So for me, I've realized like the problem was always there. I think I realized the problem, but I didn't realize that what I thought was the solution just came back packaged differently. So when I thought like, oh, okay, this is different this time, like, oh, this is it, it was just literally the same thing packaged differently. And until I addressed exactly what what I needed to address, the universe will keep giving to you. So sometimes if your problem is patience, you will keep getting the same lesson. (laughs) You keep getting people that test your patience, people that will (laughs) test you until you get it. And it's just so, so that's one, that's one of my lessons, just realizing like, you need, you really need to address some things because life is generous. It will keep giving you the same problem. Hey, and Mm. you'll be like, how? Like I was just with this one. Now I'm here. The same thing. It's like a pattern (laughs) until you get it. You're right. It's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) It keeps on giving, man. So like, okay, God, I get it now. Okay. I get it. (laughs) That's that that's very interesting. Um my next uh, lesson is it's okay to ask for help. Mm. So obviously you know me, like uh I, I struggle with you know reaching out to say, yo, I'm going through it, help me. Yeah. I struggle with that. So I'd rather shut myself up, you know, shut myself in my little corner until I figure it out. Then I come out when I'm ready. Mm. It's just difficult for me to ask for help, but Mm. it's okay to actually ask for help. There's nothing. It doesn't make you any weak because I think those that went to boarding school, you know how certain things used to make you look weak and you didn't Mm. want Mm. to be the one that's bullied by the big bullies. Mm. So some things you had to conceal so that you look weak. We thought it was a good thing, but then those are the things we're teaching ourselves all this time when we're in boarding school, four, six years in boarding school. And then when you come out, it's now like a taught trait that's Mm. not a good thing so Mm. now you don't reach out for help you don't want to look weak well this is real life when you hit your 20s you have got to be asking for a lot of help 
Yeah. Because there's no handbook that tells you what to do and when to do it. So mm. ask for help when you can ask for help. So yes, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And I think just to also add to that point, I, I like I, I'm just getting this point in my head where I'm saying you don't have to you don't have to do the stuff that you had to do to survive now. Mm-hmm. like there's no point because i feel like we're we're still functioning in that survival mode and there are some things that we learned that were necessary at the time for us to survive that period but now mm-hmm. that we're out of that period we can't really live like that we have to adapt differently so i like that us always ask for help and i feel like i was i was kind of like that like probably not from a not pro, not from a point of just being weak but also from a point of just wanting to have that pride like i can't ask for this man like yeah. imagine asking for someone there's also that pride that we're taught from a young age of like you gotta be independent you gotta be self-sufficient that yeah. to then ask for help um it's just kind of like pride and then i think for me it was a fear of rejection like you ask for help but there's no guarantee that you will get that help you could get rejected and it's like oh i knew it like i should i should have just kept my mouth shut so it was all that as well that you know i felt like i also needed to just like yeah no it's okay to ask for help and if the help doesn't come sure you're still you you keep asking (laughs) yeah that's a different direction you knock a different door you ask you ask somebody different so okay the third one for me um don't take everything personal Sometimes people are just who they are. Not everything revolves around you. Very mm-hmm. famous words that someone had. To <laughs> I feel like I was, I was always, I was kind of like a princess. Mm-hmm. I had a princess syndrome where I, re- I really felt like everything revolved around me to a certain point, not in a bad way, but like if yeah. someone is angry, I'm thinking, what did I do? Like, did I make you angry? If someone is not talking, I'm thinking, did, did something happen between us? Like, I just couldn't get the fact that people can actually be going through stuff in their own lives. Because when I'm going through stuff, I don't shut people out. I talk to people. I reach out to people. So why then do people shut me out when they're going through stuff? So then I would take it personal. And I remember, I think this was probably, if not the only or the biggest fight was when I was taking things personal because you were not talking to me. <laughs> You're going through your own stuff. And I was like, I don't get it. Why would she shut me out? If she says she's my best friend, I just don't get it. And like, I just couldn't get that point. Like, don't take it personal. She's just going through something. And like, it was a big thing that I had to learn. Obviously, you you know the story of like how... how <laughs> How oh, went down um and i had to take it like yo you my guy this this guy is just how it is that's i'm not gonna take it personal some people are just who they are and i think it's liberated me from a lot of things when people lash out or when people behave some funny way i'm not that person that would be like oh why why did you do that what was that for now i'm just like hey you all have your own demons hey you're fighting your own demons this is not this is absolutely nothing to do with me your behavior has nothing to do with me even when people try to project to say you're the reason why i did this i had to learn like no no no. nobody makes anybody do anything that like you can influence but everybody always has a choice on how to behave you can never say like you made me do this like nobody makes people do anything and mm-hmm. I freed myself from that responsibility of people wanting to be like, no, no, you made me do this. Or like, I'm just like, no, no, no. I ain't taking anything personal. No, everything revolves around me. That's my truth. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> oh, you had to learn the hard way, you. Mate, <laughs> did, did God not teach me? You? I, <laughs> but it's okay. You know what? It's things that we can look back at now and laugh about because there were there were lessons at the time. It wasn't funny. I mean, it but wasn't now funny. it's like, oh, that that was a lesson, and you know, I hope it helps somebody in their twenties. Yeah, no, it um, definitely wasn't funny. <laughs> Well, we can laugh about it now. So yeah. Now. Uh, what's my next one? Well, my next one is comparison really is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Do not compare yourself with other people. Whether mm-hmm. you're close, whether just don't compare yourself to other people. It makes you really sad. So 
me personally, because um, I I think, actually, I don't think I know. You know, my whole circle of friends, Mm. they all came here at an earlier age than I did. Mm. So already we had a different start to how Mm. things were going. So everybody else was a bit ahead, you know, buying houses, doing this, Mm. doing that. And I was looking at myself, I was still in uni. And I was really sad because I was like, am I behind? What's going on with me? And Mm. I didn't realize it took me forever to finally figure out that I take so much time being sad. Don't get me wrong. I was very happy for everyone's accomplishments, really Mm. happy for them. But at the same time, I was sad for me because I was like, some of them I'm older than them. Some of them I'm the same age as them, but they're Mm. doing this, but I'm not doing that. I'm not there. And it really made me sad. And now that I think about it, I took so much time being sad and depressed over things I had no control over. I forgot Mm. to appreciate the blessing that was happening to me. I forgot to appreciate what was actually happening to me at the time, which Mm. I can't go back now and appreciate it. I mean, I can appreciate it now, but like, a lot of things passed me by that I could have, mm. I should have been grateful for, but they passed me by because I was looking at the, in my head, it was the bigger picture, but mm. it wasn't. It was other people's pictures, mm. not my picture. So really comparison will steal your joy quicker than anything. Mm. Be happy with where you are, be happy for other people, but don't look at your progress and, you know, use somebody else's ruler to measure your own progress. Use your own. Your Mm. own time will come. Whatever is happening for you right now is exactly what's supposed to happen, you know, because (laughs) you know how even as a Christian, you know, these words about, you know, a season for everything. Mm. And, you know, I, the Lord, at the right time, I, the Lord will make it happen and all this thing. You know the scripture, but Mm. when you're going through it, all logic goes out the window. You Mm. start thinking about those things, but... I just want to tell somebody that's in their 20s or 40s or 50s that comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. Don't go and get yourself in debt because you want to look like the other cousin. Don't Mm. go, you know, you'll get yourself broken, depressed for no reason. Be Mm. happy where you are. Yeah, that's that's a word. That's a word. In 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 a lot of times, the people you're comparing yourselves to are also looking at you and be like, "Oh, I wish you know, if only I was, I was, I was where she is and whatever." And I think in my story, I always feel like, like I'm like you, like ideal, get married and whatever, whatever, plan have kids. But it's like you're you haven't been married, and you know. We when we compare our journeys from the start, you could feel like you were slower, but mm-hmm. hey, I've been married and I'm I'm back, and we're back. To, <laughs> we're back to the. Oh, don't say it like that. No, no, not not in a bad way. Yeah, but like that's the truth, isn't it? Like you could, you could, you could look at it. Maybe when we started, you could have been like, "Oh, I wish I was where she is," but yeah. now. I have all this pain that came from that. So you're like, oh, okay, maybe not then. So that's why I think the point for me is just like what you like reiterating, reiterating what you say to say, just walk your own path and not yeah. compare yourself because you, you, you compare yourselves to people and, and you watch you're aspiring to, and you have, you have no idea. People give you a false picture of what they, what, what they want you to see. And you have no idea of what the real picture actually looks like that is true yeah so my next one is learn to be best friends with loneliness learn to be (laughs) alone um and for me you know that is a very hard difficult task that was very difficult to accomplish in some points in my life to be alone um but i feel like a lot of heartbreaks a lot of uh pain could have been easily avoided personally for me had I been comfortable just being alone or not having the fear of being alone and just appreciating that just being alone for a season does not mean that I'm going to die alone but like just being comfortable alone was the greatest thing it would have avoided me uh in 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 maybe playing in different areas where I probably where probably the fear of being lonely was the biggest driver of yeah. me going into some friendships, into some relationships, 
um so yeah so i think for me just you're so much powerful when you get to that point where like i don't need i don't need you but i want you like i don't need this friendship but i want this friendship mm-hmm. and i can be i can be okay alone and not to say that you we completely disregard the fact of we are humans and we need company we still acknowledge that we need company but we're not totally 100% reliant on it to say I can't function when I'm not with anyone or I can't function when I'm not in a relationship but it's Mm. taking that power back just being comfortable being alone and if you're in a if you're in a relationship um then the driver is you want a healthy relationship you're not being driven by or because when you're scared to be alone you take just about anything but when you're happy with being alone you can pretty much say hey i'm not willing to entertain anything unless it's quality Mm -hmm. that is very true so yeah that's my next one Hmm. um but guys don't don't sit there being lonely because you know miss faye said be you know be best friends with loneliness um she just means be comfortable being by yourself because ah. no coming from somebody who's actually on the other side of you <laughs> who actually befriended loneliness so good yeah um, find the balance is all yeah. i have to say to that point mm. find the balance you know don't nobody's an island find mm. find the balance mm. um uh my next part my next point, you oh, uh, you won't always have your, um, um, uh, how can I use this word without using that word? Can I use the S word? Oh, like stuff? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You won't, uh, you won't always have your stuff together. Mm. Um. You know the word I wanted to use, but I, yeah, I no, no, no. but you can't you won't always have it together, and that's mm. okay. Mm. That's okay. It's some listen, other people at 21 they have it together, other mm. people at 42 don't have it together. So there's no pressure of I have to have it together. Just you know, focus on the dream and do what you have to do, but you won't always have it together. Don't pressure yourself. Mm. Don't you know sometimes I think the problem is we have social media now that tries to sell us all these dreams and you should be having it at this age, at this age, at this age. Uh, it, it, it's not true, is it? It's not real life. Mm. You won't always have it together and that's okay. As long as you have a plan and you're doing what you have to do, mm. it's okay. Yeah. It's, I think the problem comes when you're not doing anything about it and you're just there yeah. and you still don't have it together. Well, do something but um you won't always have it together and that's okay just work on yourself yeah and 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 i think that's so true to just realize like you won't always have it together little miss perfect um like yeah i think you can't go through life with a filtered version of yourself sometimes this the face does break hard sometimes it's not clear skin. Sometimes it's just, you know, like you just can't be bothered and things are not going the right way. And that's okay. And, and I like that. Um, my next one is forgive yourself for what you didn't know. We mm. can be too hard on ourselves at times. Learn to hug the inner child within you. And I've started doing this um, every time when I start feeling like oh my gosh I should have known this or like oh my like did I do that like and I start feeling like oh like some of the things that I thought maybe the way I was behaving um and and not even in a in such a bad way because I feel like sometimes when you say forgive yourself for what you didn't know people automatically assume the worst that you did but sometimes it could be the way that you spoke to yourself the way that you viewed the world the way that you know maybe you had, you know, you had so much money that you just squandered and you didn't save it. There's so many things that like, you know, what if, what if I'd done this? What if I'd done that? Um, and you need to get to a point, I had to get to a point where I had to forgive myself for what I didn't know. And appreciate that within, with, within the best knowledge that I had at the time, 
that was the best that I could have produced. And even <laughs> though the best might not have been enough, I had to forgive myself just for that and to learn to hug the inner child within me because I think it's so important to get to the point where you completely accept yourself because I think a lot of us can accept the good within us, but we don't want to accept some of those things that we're like, oh no, like here, that was a mess up. I could have done better. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, acknowledge that and you forgive yourself and that's it. Like that, that's not a matter that you should co- continue to go back to anytime you need to feel sorry for yourself. Like once you've forgiven yourself, God doesn't bring anything back to you once he forgives you and neither should you bring yourself back to anything once you've forgiven yourself for it. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm. What's your next one? My next one is um, <clears throat> you might be an entirely different person in your 20s and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you know, in your early teens and as you go by, you find that you've got loads of friends. Mm. But as you get into your 20s, actually... <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the both of us. Actually, let's talk about you. Do you remember the friends you had at your 18th birthday? Yeah, I had loads, hey. I had loads of friends. We filled that whole house with your just just your friends. Yeah. Do you remember your 25th birthday? Yeah. Do you remember how many people were there? Not a lot. Not even <laughs> half. Not even... <laughs> no. No. There was four people. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> From twenties. You know, when you get into your twenties, I think you should be worried if you find yourself not shedding some. Because yeah. what are you doing wrong? Because if you're doing everything right, you you don't really have to fall out. You mm. outgrow some people. And mm. that's okay. And the things that used to make you cry when you were 18. I promise you, when you get to 27, 28, you are not going to be crying over the same things. Mm, mm. And it's okay to keep changing when you're in your 20s. You're not the same person. You mm. could be, you could actually do a complete 360. And that's entire, an, an entirely different person. And that's fine too. Because, you know, there are some people that we went to school with and be like, remember what she used to do in school? Mm. And now they're mothers. They're like the best of mothers. And you look at them and you're like, wow. You know, things happen. It's okay to change. Once you get into your 20s, you start changing. Who Mm. you was as a teenager is not who you will be in your 20s. And that's a good thing. Mm, yeah definitely i think i think change is good because like you look at you look at some of your pictures and you're like oh thank god like that phase is gone (laughs) like i wouldn't want to remain that consistent in that like consistent in foolishness or whatever like like i don't want that kind of consistency like i want to change i want to evolve i want to go with the times i want to learn better i want to be better so definitely that that is that is a good shout um, my next one is life is a perfect balance of ups and downs. That means no situation is permanent. And I really wish, like, it's so difficult to remember this when the tough times are going ahead. Um, yeah. You feel like this is it, like I'm stuck in this. And I think, I think I'm always reminded. I mean, I'm not embarrassed by it, but I think I'm always reminded to that. You know that point when like the letter came and I opened the letter, the next thing I'm crying, I'm breaking down. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Auntie, why why am I breaking down? And it was a stupid letter, but I think I just felt so overwhelmed that I just started crying. I think you were shocked because you're like, ah, what's going on now? Why are you crying? But I Well, just, I you just... pushed me out of my comfort zone that day. I know. Because you, you opened you... the letter and you were breaking down and I was like, um... Would you like a hug? <laughs> I was like, yes, please. <laughs> oh man, we yeah. no. That that day, I think that day was just I don't even know, but I think I just I was just like, yeah, you know, like it really felt like the it's just gonna be down. I'm like, okay, God, I'm just gonna be sad then forever, and I'm never gonna smile again. Okay, if this is what you want, I'm gonna do it. And then you 
speak so morbid and then i'm thinking why am i speaking so morbid but it's so difficult to remember but i think it's key to remember even in the 30s whatever stage you find yourself in life just remember that life is a perfect balance of ups and downs um mm-hmm. you know uh in 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 a, in a very good example one of my one of my friends you know uh they got business class to go to zimbabwe but when they came back <laughs> god balanced them and gave them economy so god life is a, balance. It's a god of balance you can't have if you have too much sugar you get diabetes if you have too much salt you get goiter so <laughs> you have to have to go in the middle you can't get both so yeah don't believe the people that tell you um you know like instagram that life is always perfect hey uh it's not always perfect and it's so far from that um and i wish i wish we would just be real with people and and erase this fantasy that life is always good Hmm. um i think i actually could be guilty as charged but actually not anymore you know there was a time you know when you're when you're going through the roughest of times but you're on instagram looking good yeah just, just there looking like you've got it together like everything is okay when you're really really falling apart in the background mm, mm, mm. So, listen instagram is not social media what people put nobody is out here to put their bad foot forward mm. everybody puts their best foot forward you know mm. even um and some of my posts i talk about how I'm looking good. I'm looking great, but you don't know the amount of, you know, hit patches I've got going on. You don't know mm-hmm. how many pain meds I've had to take. Mm. So, social media is social media, guys. It's not real life. Uh, I'm sorry, but it's not. Nobody's there, you know, showing you when they're breaking down. Nobody's there showing you their letters mm. and how they're <laughs> crying after the letters. <laughs> no, 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 no one. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Anyway, my next point is. Oh, sorry. Just before you say that, yeah. I think I think on the on that issue of social media, that was there was something that you said to me, and I was like, I was spooked. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I have been discovered. I have been discovered. Like I'm I'm no longer in the closet. Like I'm out, guys. Like I'm out. Um, you said to me, I always know you're not okay when you're very active in social media, <laughs> and I had never I'd never thought like anybody could ever see see it like that. And and it's only people, and it's interesting because anytime I go off social media, people think I'm not okay. But that's when I'm actually I'm in the I'm having <laughs> the time of my life. The moment I'm on Instagram, I say that I'm bored, I have nothing to do, or I'm going through the most that I just need that distraction. So that was one thing. And then it's interesting. Shami said the same thing, and she's like, as soon as I see you start posting on Instagram a lot, I'm worried because I know something's up. Oh like, my <laughs> lord! <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Re- reflections are for the twenties. We're done with that. We're done with that. <laughs> well, we may do one, but <laughs> but that's it. People oh. like my reflections because my reflections were me actually just coming out and saying, "Hey guys, this is the truth." <laughs> but um, but then I think no, we we found the flight flight FR four nine seven one privacy one hundred one, and I'm currently riding on that. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we are not right. We tried the serious people, but <laughs> I know it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It <laughs> Anyway, back to being serious. <clears throat> My next point is you can find your family in other relationships. Mm. By this, I mean that there's a family that you create by yourself. Mm. So, you know, the friends that at, at a later stage in your 20s, later on, there's a friendship you will create with other people and they become like family. Mm. Because if you think about it this way, right, you know, the family that we have, the biological family that we have, we don't choose those people. Mm. They're there by design. They're, they're there. And mm. most of them full of drama. Most of them, you don't even really like them. But they're family. What can you mm. do? But as you grow, there's a family that you create by yourself. And this is a family that you, you designed by yourself. You chose each one that's in there. Mm. And it's actually okay to actually, you know, feel like these people are family. Mm. And you actually treat them as such. Mm. That's your you know your family that you've found in other relationships and 
I think it's important, you know, mm. when you when you have that bond that you have a friend that's like a sister, like they may not be your sister by blood, but you mm. chose them and mm. they're there because you chose them. It's very important to do that. It's really, really important because some of these things you really want to be telling, like, look at me. My little sister, Shanae, is nine. Do, do you think I could go to Shanae and start telling her all the things that happened in my life? Do you know what? I, on the sideline, I, I saw a meme today that said um, someone's, someone's son broke my heart to the point that I woke, I woke my, three month, my three-month-old niece and started telling her the story. <laughs> Hey, when 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 the tough gets going, sometimes any ear is good, even a dog or a sheep. Any no, 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 no. <laughs> but you know my stories are dramatic. No, no, I, no. I get telling Shanae about my stories. Oh no, I would no. scar that girl for life. Yeah, no. So, it's good to have, you know, the, the, the extra relationships that you yeah. create by yourself because you can always sit down and be like, oh, girl, I'm going through it. Yeah. I am really, really going through it. And then, you know, you explain your story. So mm. in your 20s, you will find family in other relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but be wise about it. Pick wisely. Don't just pick anybody. Yeah. You know, if you can't trust them, they can't be there. If they can't keep their mouths shut, uh, I can't keep my mouth shut. I mean, <laughs> they can't keep their mouth shut in the sense that, you know, there's some business that's personal to you. Mm. Right? If they go around spreading all that, that, that business, they have no business being in your family. So yeah. pick wisely, but you will sure find family in other relationships. Yeah. And also just know that you can walk away. Hey, it's yeah. not once you're friends with someone doesn't mean that you have to be friends forever. Um, and just on that, no, actually, just also realizing that you can pick your own family. And sometimes soulmates are friends. Sometimes soulmates are people that you get along with. I don't think that soulmate is always a somebody of the opposite gender. Sometimes a soulmate is somebody, is also a sister or somebody, a, a good friend. Um, yeah. But anyway. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't move on yet. Why? I've just realized from what you've just said, right? Mm. Do you remember me telling you that, like, if I want consistency with being said good morning to, it has to be from you because you're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you just know, like, there are some people without saying anything, you know, like, you're connected. I just think that soulmate doesn't always have to in- involve a sexual connection in the, or a romantic connection. Yeah. I think you can have soulmates that are sisters that you know for life like if i were to die and i have kids i know that you would be the mother of my kids that kind of deep not always it has to be a a, a boy or a man or whatever i've accepted it almost 30 and i recently accepted it um that okay maybe you know Duffy is my soulmate <laughs> that's I mean, one good morning i know i'll never miss how many jealous have you had that have been unsuccessful? Yo, How many days. have come and gone? And here I am, consistent <laughs> through the mud, through the pits, through the heavens. Hey, girl, get out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, no. Anyway, let me talk about my next one. My next point. Oh my god, I think we've gone. We've gone to the, over thirty minutes now. Um. Anyway, my next point. What was my next point? Oh, my next point is you are deserving of good things. And just mm. because something is better than what you had before, it doesn't mean that it's the best that you deserve. And oh. I feel like we, we tend to compare just because uh, so-and-so never bought flowers and this one buys flowers. It doesn't mean that it's the best experience that you're receiving. It's better than what you had, but it doesn't mean that it's the best. And I think you need to get to a point uh, where you believe that you are deserving of good things. Whoever you are, you just need to believe that I am deserving of good things and not settle until you get those good things because you attract what you are. And mm-hmm. we we sometimes like, yeah, no, yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice to have a nice house. But it's like, do you believe that you're deserving of a nice house? Yeah. Do you believe that you're deserving of healthy relationships? Do you believe that you're deserving of having healthy people around you 
do you actually believe or it's a fantasy it's a wish you know when you when you when you walk around like you're deserving it's those people that will say oh look at her she's so entitled it's because they believe that they are deserving of whatever that is so for me it's believing that i am deserving of good things like i deserve them no Mm -hmm. negotiation oh that's a word right there yeah <clears throat> that is a word. Um, let's see. What's my next one? Uh, people may never be what you expect them to be, good or bad. So uh, sometimes we expect too much from people, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, it's just I think it's human nature. So sometimes you know because I'm with you and we're in a relationship, I expect a little too much. I expect. I don't know. I think I picked you like on a pedestal and I expect mm. certain things. And because you're my boyfriend or my girlfriend, it doesn't mean you're good. You could be bad. Mm. So, you know, you always expect people are never what you expect them to be sometimes. Mm. And sometimes it could be good, sometimes it could be bad. Just like how at some point when you go to therapy, you realize that what you need to work on started as when you were younger so it's from Mm. your childhood so you're dealing with childhood traumas as an adult now Mm. so again people are not what you expected them to be Mm. um maybe you expected your mom to know you know nurture you in a certain way and now you're finding out that you actually have to start being a parent to your own self Mm. it doesn't make them a bad person you know they did the best that they could but don't put too much expectations on them you also need to realize that people are who they are and they are what they were taught or you know the truth that they received so sometimes expect the unexpected when it comes to people yeah and i think it's also um a thing of um maybe vocalizing those expectations or realizing where those expectations come from anyway this will no this will end up being a deep topic let's not go there <laughs> let's just let's just drop here uh, my next point would be be very good friends with privacy. Um, there's a reason why we hide our bank pins or don't tell anyone our passwords is because we protect what's valuable to us. And I had to learn this, that, whoa, why do I share the most things that are so valuable to me? Why do I feel those are the same things that I should be putting out there? Um, not as, you know, and not as a way of being secretive. It's not being secretive but it's being private about the things that matter to you, things that are precious to you, you know, like your gold and whatever. You don't show that. You hide that. You hide how much money you have. You hide the things that are precious to you. So why do we then feel the need to showcase the most things, the most valuable things to ourselves? So for me, it was just that ping light to be like, whoa, if something is valuable to me, I'm going to be very precious with it and I'm going to, handle it with care it's not something that i'm just going to throw out there like that it has to be you know protect what's valuable to you and and it's okay to be private and i think that's one thing that i had to learn like you know it's absolutely okay for me to be private like no one needs to know what's going on with my life in that in and i i know what's going on with my life i don't need anybody else to know what's going on with my life and yeah and you can you can be as open, you can be as you know caring and vulnerable with people, but you also don't have to be public. Like it's not a public toilet that anyone can have access to. Your life shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. <clears throat> I agree with you there. Um, what's this one? No one judges you nearly as often as often as you think they do. So some things that you think people will judge you for really and truly while also living our lives, we don't care. Mm-hmm. it's a good way we really don't so sometimes you know you think oh i'm not gonna come up and say this because people will judge me eh, the, the people you think are going to judge you some of them have done way worse than you have done mm-hmm. and some of them really really don't care so you know don't be afraid to go asking for help because in you know hiding because you are in the fear of being judged Mm. Most people don't care. We are not judging you as much as you think we are. So yeah, in your twenties, ah, go on about your life, girl. Be you. Yeah, everyone's worried about what everyone else is looking at, and I think just for me, it's also a thing of people pleasing should not be should should be something that you need to work on, um, especially 
because it will affect every part of your life. You second guess decisions. You want somebody to affirm whether you're doing the right thing. And, you know, you, you're always wanting to, 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 to live um, with people pleasing people's opinions and people's opinions will always uh exist whether you do something someone will be like oh you did the right thing and someone will say you did the opposite thing so you need to free yourself from living um off of uh people's opinions and just learning to you know to to walk your path and to be proud of it and i think with with people pleasing it's it's really a fear of abandonment that's why we feel like we need to perform uh mm -hmm. we need to fawn we need to do all these things so that people don't leave us because maybe we were left when we were children maybe we experience abandonment issues that we feel we still need to do the same thing in our adult life and it's like it's such a prison that you need to free yourself from um and and just you know part of that is having boundaries and saying no like, no, I don't want to do that. Or, yes, I would like some cheese. No, I do not want some cheese. And sometimes you don't even have to have a reason for it. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to. And people should be able to respect those boundaries. And the first couple of times you do it, it will feel really weird. You feel bad for expressing exactly what you need because we were not taught to be like that. We were taught to people, please. We were taught to, to go above and beyond and stretch ourselves um, for people um that it leaves us depleted but as long as the other person is happy and it's like you know and we you we, we say all these things like oh you should love your neighbor you should be humble but hey the bible says love your neighbor as you love yourself so yeah. the honest truth is if you don't know how to love you if you don't know how to be there for you you technically shouldn't be there for other people because you should only love people as much as you love yourself. So that's something that I had to learn to like, whoa, I'm not doing that. And it's like, well, what's the reason? You always used to do this. No, not anymore. It's a it's a new dispensation around here. Mm, that is that that's a word right there. And my last one, because you know, I did tell you that I was struggling. Um <laughs> the last one is your teens lied to you. 30 is not old. Obviously, I'm saying this to comfort myself. I, I think so. I think there's <laughs> there's very much a, a misrepresentation uh, or a very much uh, misrepresentation of the truth just so it fits your narrative right now. Oh, yeah, now. yeah. I'm trying to comfort myself. But no, 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 no. Because, you know, of late, I've really been anxious about this whole new age that's coming. Mm. So I, I have had to reach deep and, you know, talk about it and try to find out things about 30s and stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm learning that because you're 30 doesn't mean you still have to get it together. Mm. It, it's like um, a higher level of the 20s. Mm. This now you know better. So now you kind of, you know, you've, you've made the mistakes. You know what works. You know what doesn't work. Mm. And now you just go with what you do. It's like you're creating your own handbook. You perfect mm. with every new age that comes. So 30s is actually not that bad, guys. Allow me to actually, mm. you know, comfort myself right now. It's not that bad. It's not as old as you think it is. Yeah. And when I, I mean, get, you're there now, that, hey, so there's not really. I am four days away. So allow me to still be in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still come back at 40 and be like, guys, 40 is not that old. <laughs> age is just that how you feel yeah you know you've just perfect but honestly i am getting into this new age and mm. there is no pressure on my side absolutely no pressure 30s will get whatever 30s get whatever mm. the lord has in store don't get me wrong it doesn't mean i don't have goals i don't have dreams i don't have things that i want to be working towards i am going to put pressure and work so hard for it mm. but I refuse to subscribe to being the Lord's warrior. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, Lord, no, unsubscribe too. Lord, put me in the finance department. <laughs> I want to be in the treasurer. Let me handle be... finances because <laughs> I can't. I can't. And I have actually decided that at, at this 29 before I turn 30, guys, I no longer subscribe to the notion of strong, independent black woman. Mm -mm. Huh? Please 
subtract the strong because I think because I was a strong independent black woman everything that was attacking me in this life required a strong independent black woman exactly and no I don't subscribe anymore please I'm here for soft life I'm here for all things soft I'm here for just being a black woman that's you know delicate and mm. damsel in distress allow me that but that was my last point you know you i know you have loads of points but th- that was my last point and um goodbye 20s hello 30s yeah no no i definitely with you i think my prayer points have changed now uh we're praying housewife we're praying god if there's a <laughs> husband who's willing to work let him work Excellent. god you know praying for things like give me let me learn how to make bread at home you know things like that like uh, we can all be strong yes we fought for working rights but we don't want them anymore take them <laughs> let me be at home <laughs> no i'm joking guys there are people who who fought for this uh but yeah jokes aside uh since you did your last point i'm not gonna make it any longer because it's already been too long my last point was you can always start afresh allow yourself to dream even after not succeeding the first time you can always start afresh and i think it's important to think that everybody's deserving of the first second third fourth fifth chance you can always start afresh as many times as you need to you can reinvent yourself as many times as you need to just because what happened you know maybe your 20s were not the best it means that there is uh, another chance for you to do life differently Maybe you just don't have that much time to bounce back from mistakes, but hey, you still have a chance <laughs> to, uh, you know, to reinvent yourself and to do things better. Um, and personally, for me, I'm very grateful. I think I'm not. I think I'm actually. I'm probably happier about turning 30s because I feel like it's a clean, it's a clean slate. Like we can wipe like the 20s never happened. We can just wipe that slate clean and start again. And just like really, really hopeful and really positive about my 30s. Um, and just looking forward to what God uh, has in store for me, what God has in store for you. I know that right now things are probably the best they could ever be uh, mm-hmm. for both of us. And we just want to thank God for that. And uh, I know that all our enemies will be wondering, who is their best? What's going on? Guys, we are alive, we're healthy, we're working, and there's not really a lot of worries. I mean, we could have more money, but Amen. hey, on Wait. any normal day, we want more money, we want holidays. <laughs> yeah. you know, but those are just some ones, it's not um, needs and desires. So we just want to thank God for that. So anyway, a very special thank you for joining me on um, our 30s. And just want to say a happy, happy birthday to you. Uh, in advance um of course i will say it on the day but uh and i'll be the first one soulmate soulmate behavior (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but no just to say thank you and obviously uh we're back actually back tomorrow doing a podcast on what um what the young women should know uh, we've got a, a male figure that will be talking to us as we go into dating and relationships and just, you know, just talking about love because love is that thing that makes the world go around. Whether you want it or not, you've either been hurt by Mujolo or you're in Mujolo <laughs> or you want to be in Mujolo. You're either one of the threes, hey, or you're just hurt that you're taking a break or, yeah. you know, are you fall in one of those. You want to, you've been hurt. You want to go back or you want to start. I, you know, in it's Valentine season. So we'll be talking about that. So that would be the, that would be the episode that would then air probably on the 13th of February, actually, just to, just in, in the spirit of Valentine. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks, babe, for joining me on this podcast. So and I hope you have a good night. Thank you. All right, my lovey. Bye-bye. Mwah, mwah.